Okay, welcome, welcome. We are a goal for playoff mode 2016. The 25th anniversary season is going to stay in play for a little bit more longer. Good work there. Right, so, ooh. How many times now has it been that we've played the LA Kings in a row? This is starting to become a little, you know, guarantee, you know. Um, I mean, with these two uh, fiercely tensed uh, rivals, as once again, uh, these two teams would meet up again. Uh, so before we get started look on, on the series, let's give you the look um, the stats and figures going into the series. So, um, the Kings finished second in the division with a, with a total of 102 points, while the Sharks qualified in third place in the Pacific with 98 points. And this being the fourth meeting overall between these two sides, with LA having won uh, the, the last two of the previous three. Uh, we call the last being the 2014 West Conference Finals first round. We don't need to talk about that. Now, in this year's regular season, your Sharks won three of the five games of the regular season series. So, let's see how that will play in the playoffs as we get started. Started with this first edition of Playoff Mode 2016. Okay, so here we go. Let's kick it off. I have to say, this was an impressive matchup against the Kings here. I mean, the last two were really, really tense, tight matchups. Both teams back and forth, back and forth. Um, and the Sharks from the get-go really had the do the dominance over the over the Kings from the get-go. Um, so it's just amazing. And I think for the team. I think the 2014 series was still very much in the back of their minds here as we started the series in LA. So the Sharks, a lot of pressure would have been on them, you know, because of what happened in 2014. So I think that was still very much in the back of the team's mind at the going to start of the series because started in LA for game number one and the Sharks would take the victory by a close margin of 4-3 here. So let's get started. Um, and really evenly matched from the get-go. Uh, the Kings got the scoring started at 2.53 of the first period with Jake Muzzin. Uh, but less than four minutes later, the Sharks were tied up thanks to our newly crowned, newly named, I should say, captain, Joe Pavelski, on the power play at 6.25 for the first period to tie things up there. And the Sharks got their first lead of the night in the second period at 6.25. 50 of that second with Brent Burns getting his first of the postseason. However, uh, the Kings would later retake the lead. Uh, sorry, would take tie again at 7.30 on the power play, punch Jeff Carter. Uh, and then special teams in LA again at 17.18. That's over here when, when Trevor Lewis on the got a short-handed goal for the Kings there. But Sharks got to tie up late. 30 seconds besides late after that. When a turtle at 17.48. So... Basically, we're tied going into the third. And then the game winner was Captain Pavelski again. 17 seconds into the third period. And after that, there was no scoring. So it was brilliant where they thought to hold off what would have been a massive 
you know, flurry of king's shots after king shot after king shot after king shot, and they were pulled in the net there, but they were to hang on. There, so let's take a look at the score stats for the gut miners. So they've dropped in quick the Kings, made 19 saves from 23 shots, while Martin Jones, in his first power appearance for the Sharks, made 21 saves from 24 shots. And it would mean the Sharks would take the 1-0 series lead. Okay, game number two, again, was another tight affair. This time it was quite a low-scoring uh, affair. Well, actually, the next two were quite low-scoring affairs, um, both 2-1 scorelines. Um, this one in game two went the way of the Sharks, 2-1 overall. Um, and for the Kings, really, when you look at the, the game sheet, it took a very long while for them to get on the board, and the Sharks were to capitalise quite early in periods one and two. Um, and even though they didn't get a goal in the third, they, they didn't manage to hold off enough, just enough to get the win overall. So let's look at the scoring. It all kicked off in the first period when Joe Pavelski at 3.37 got his first postseason overall, and that goal would be the lone goal of the period. In the second, Logan Chalbert get the lone goal the second period on the on the pub at 8.44. And then the Kings, it was quite, actually quite late in the third period. The Sharks got to hold them off the paper quite for a good while. Then on the Kings' own power play, um, Vincent Lipsvilla. Every year, I do apologise for mispronouncing names. He at 14.59 got his first podium to give the Kings some life, but the Sharks got to hold off the late attack from the Kings and nab the win to extend their lead to 2 0 in the series. So, brilliant there. And I always say, if you can get those 2 0 leads in the series, it's good because it means you could then, uh, depending on whether you had time advantage or not, I mean, you can either go to the other team's bar or, in our case, come back home and be like, well, it's okay if you don't win one of the next two because you would still hold the lead as long as you win the next one. It's it's all good and go. So anyway, the Sharks would head back to SCP Centre with a 2 nothing series lead. So we now move to more nicer territory. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately though, Game 3 did go the way of the Kings. This is really the only game for the Kings, really, where they actually really were in it, you know. Um, and, you know, so, oh, but this so uh, was a look got a lot different. As the first scoring began very far early here in game three, 30 seconds after Potter up, Joe Fordson got his first position to give the shots one of the lead, but unfortunately, couldn't quite hold to that, and it was on the power play for the Kings that got the time goal in that first period, 18, uh, eight, no, 8-10, sorry, when Andre Kopitar got his first season. And that was pretty much all she wrote until overtime. Yeah, nothing in the report in the second, nothing to report in the third. And so it would require overtime, which sadly the Kings would get when at 3.47, Tanner Pearson got his first season to give the Kings uh, the winner. And some life in the series, Ugh, but hey. Ugh. So it wasn't too much damage there, 
because we still hold the lead, but yeah, you don't want to give your notch nemesis a chance to get back in the series, you really don't. As for the Sharks, after this game, their lead would be 2-1 in the series. Game number four, and we'll be back to winning ways. This time, 3-2. So, interestingly, the first four games of this series has all been very, very tight affairs. Neither side's really had a massive explosion yet. Um, and, oh, it took until the second period for the action to get in. As Neosai got a goal on the first, and the second, uh, Sharks literally just let rip. Interestingly, though, the, the big factor for this victory in Game 4 was the power play. All three goals came on the power play. Now, I'll take you for them now. So, we're in the second period, where 209... Uh, second of the postseason for Brent Burns. Let 921 for the postseason for And that would be a 2-0 lead to go into the third. And then in the third, it was 3-0 at 140 when Patrick Marquez got his pass on the board. All on power play. And the Kings will get two goals of their own at 249. Trevor Lewis for his second. And then Luke Shen at 6 points for his first. But again, the Sharks were to hold off the... Uh, the Andrew King's attack. Let's look at the goalie stats for this one. Uh, Diamond Quick made 26 on 29 shots, whilst Martin Jones made 26 uh, saves on 28 shots. So quite evenly close to the stats there. Uh, but a big, big win for, for the Sharks here, as, a, as they will now extend their lead and put the Kings on the cliff edge here. And again, like I said, the power play was that big factor in this victory, which saw the Sharks take a 3-1 series lead. And on to what would be the final game of the series. Oh my! So, after four close encounters, it was time for an explosion! Woo! Okay. Let's take a deep breath, because this is a lot to get through. Right, here we go. So it all began in the first period when Jonas Donsloy got his first as opposed to the 108. Then Chris T. A lot of players for the Sharks got their first opposed season here, so I'll take you through those. Um, Matt T got his first as opposed season. Though Chris T, sorry, the foot. The, oh, I'm getting names more of it's that exciting. So yeah, so Jonas Donsloy got it started at 108. Then at 1121, Chris Tanny got his first opposed season at 1121 to double the advantage to 2 nothing. Then in the second, the Sharks extended to 3 nothing when Matt Nieto was the third in this game to get his first of the postseason. And then the Kings charged the come. I'm trying to find the right word here. Go on the charge and brought the comeback. 7.44, Andre Kopitar. 11.26, Jeff Carter. 16.36, Chris Merselug. And so it becomes a brand new game. It really does. But... What is the point, really, of trying to make a mini comeback in one period if you're then in the next one going to falter? Because that's what LA did! As the Sharks then charged right back to score three on their own. 
And it'll be going the third player at 358. I've got a sec of the game and the postseason. Then the captain, Joe Lassie, at 1224, mate. It's fifth. And then Melka Carson was the fourth shark of the game to get his first postseason, when at 1938 he netted the end of goal. And that would do it. Woo! Let's see stats for the Golden Henders. Jordan Quick, 22 saves on 27 shots, while Martin Jones, 22, and 19 saves on 22 shots. So, oh, it was a massive explosion there, and easily that could have gone either way. Really, a game of two halves, but overall, the Sharks would win that game, and it would mean that after the Sharks would win the series 4-1 to advance to the second round.